Are you sitting comfortably? Then I shall begin. In a dark, dark sea, there was a dark, dark city. Just outside the dark, dark city was a bar with no name. In this bar, five unlikely friends met for the first time. The millionaire playboy, Lox Mernig, a deep gnome necromancer called Ratsnick, the one and only dragonborn paladin, Karaldemorn, the prince of hell, Rothgon von Ryder, and a little kobold called Takaj. As they drank into the night, the swamps around the hut became alive with the dead, raised by a powerful necromancer who had escaped from a high security prison. The gang are more than they appear, and they destroyed the fugitive and his undead army. Ready to return to their drinking, in what remained of the bar, they were rudely interrupted by the city guards, who wanted to reward them for their hard work. As they didn't appear to have a choice, they followed the guards to a party being thrown by the great and powerful Syndicate of the Seven. They were having a wild time, there were strippers and party rings for everyone. Yet again, their revelry was cut short when the notorious cat burglar, Stan Two Claws, attempted to use the party to steal a powerful gem. After fighting a sea of guards and mind-controlling powers of succubi and incubi, all were downed except for the mighty Rothgon, who with one final burst of power defeated their foe and foiled the robbery. But there was no celebration this time, as Lox Mernig could not be revived. His cold body lay at their feet, when once again the guards arrived and escorted them to see the Seven. The Seven are a council of crooks who run the Plughole, a festering megacity at the centre of the world. While all are important, for now and for our story, there are just two names that you should know. Kranis Darksight, the most powerful member of the Seven, but not the leader. An ancient mouldering wizard who cares for nothing and no one. And Lady S, the sassy fairy who runs all of the brothels in the plug hole, but has a soft spot for our heroes. The Seven rewarded them with silver and the dubious honour of becoming Sentinels of the Seven. Little did they know that they had agreed to a life of servitude, well paid and well rewarded, but servitude all the same. They were taken to a fighting arena where they were trained by the seemingly cruel and sadistic Jenny the Jinn. Is it Jinn? Jinn. Okay. They were taken to a fighting arena where they were trained by the seemingly cruel and sadistic Jenny the Jinn. They won every fight, of course, and in doing so, met some new allies. Blue, a contract killer, who works for the mysterious Sisters of the Night, and her tragically doomed acolyte, a goblin called Grongle. Sick of her constant jibes, the six companions turned on the Jinn and attempted to escape. Little did they know, the only way out was through her palace of puzzles and nightmares. 
It is to this labyrinth that they lost their little kobold Takaj, who was heroically torn to shreds by a chain demon he faced alone. A statue of Takaj stands at the centre of the plug hole to this day. As they escaped, they defeated Jenny, for which she curiously thanked them. When they were finally free, they discovered they were now wanted by the Seven for breaking their contract. It is unlikely they would have survived in a city teeming with guards looking to kill them if it wasn't for the intervention of Blue's handler, Rana Kane, a shape-shifting toad and brutal killer. Rana led them to the safety of the Undercity where they could finally rest. But not for long, because Blue had a mission to rescue the body of Lox Mernig from Kranis. Her new friends agreed to help her with a daring heist. While they waited and planned, they were drawn into a conflict that had raged for 800 years. Rothgon was attacked by mech dwarves. Mech dwarves are the sworn enemy of the Teethlings, of which Rothgon is one. The reason for this rival is, for many, lost to the mists of time. On defeating the crazed dwarves, they discovered a note that required translation and an address in the Undercity. Grongle and Ratsnick went to investigate the address, which turned out to be the temple of a cult of tieflings who worship Mephistopheles, an ancient demon and Rothgon's patron. The cult caught the pair sneaking about, but the slippery pair escaped by promising to return with the answer to a riddle. Meanwhile, Morn had gone to see the Katsune Kani. The Katsune is an ancient spirit, and along with her sister, the Queen of Volpini, they often choose to walk the world as foxes. The Katsune found herself in the Thousand Islands, having disappeared from her home in the West centuries ago. She has gathered to her all those known as the Disappeared, those who also vanished from their Western homes to end up in the Thousand Islands. She has gathered them to the Golden Quarter, a part of the Undercity which she rules and is filled with all sorts of creatures foreign to these shores. This is where Morn met her, she gave Morn a statue and told her to place it on the Island of Souls and a ring which she told her must be worn by Rothgon when she did. The party returned to the cult and a huge fight ensued. The team came close to death but the return of Blue as a huge dog resulted in their victory. Now reunited the team realised the note had come from the island of Sol, from a child, and it was a cry for help. The gang decided they would follow this lead once they had freed Locks. The heist was meticulously planned, and all went well until Rothgon, posing as a waiter, started insulting guests. He was thrown out of the party, but snuck back in via a dumbwaiter which brought him face to face with the Warforged, who once guarded the vaults where Lox's body was stored. 
the quiet heist suddenly became a fight for their lives. As Warforged poured into the vaults, they managed to find the body of Lux in a state of suspended animation. But on touching his body, they set off an alarm. Now, as well as the Warforged, they were looking at the face of Cranus in the mirror. On seeing Grongle, Cranus uttered a few words and something that had long been dormant in Grongle was released. Grongle was once captive of an evil wizard, but Blue freed him. Little did they know, that wizard was Cranus, and that he made him a sleeper agent. Cranus told him to kill everyone, which he set about doing, starting with Ratsnick. Next he turned to Blue, but he could not kill his mistress, so instead he turned the knife on himself. On dying, he released the spirit of Katsun's sister, a deep blue fox, and the yang to the Katsun's yin. Together, they raise Ratsnick from the dead. He is changed forever. The team escaped into the sewers with both the bodies of Lox and Grongle. Ratsnick was sent to the Katsune with the body of Lox for her to look after. Lox's body has been kept safe by her. Rothgon, Blue and Morn went to see the spiritual head of the Sisters of the Night, a dragonborn simply called Kay. While Ratsnick met with the Katsune, the Golden Quarter was attacked by Kranis's forces. She told Ratsnick to run. At the same time, Kranis's forces poured into Kay's realm, and she also told the trio to run. Our four heroes reunited on the beach. After a brief sojourn at the cat's pyjamas in the fur favela, they were back on the run, chased by Van Heist, Warforged, and Kranis Darkseid Jr. himself. Rana Kane and Lady S came to the rescue. Lady S gave them a ship to escape on, and Rana Kane held off Kranis Jr. just long enough for our heroes to flop onto the boat of Enrico Fernandez III. They set sail for the Island of Souls, not knowing if any of their friends survived the onslaught. On arriving at the island, Enrico bid them farewell, and they were alone, or so they thought. The island was covered in teethling cultists from the same cult they had encountered in the plug hole. They decided not to murder them all. However, Morn fulfilled her promise to the Katsune and placed the statue on the beach. The statue exploded into hundreds of tiny, fiery foxes. The foxes spread throughout the island, burning every wooden structure and every cultist to ash. At the centre of the dark, dark island is a dark, dark tower. Beneath the dark, dark tower is a dark, dark tunnel. And at the end of the dark, dark tunnel, the heroes found a crystal mirror showing the child trapped in Mephistopheles' pocket dimension. They vowed to travel to Domania to find the entrance to Mephistopheles' realm. It didn't take them long to realise they were trapped on the island. The days turned to weeks, and the weeks into months. And that is where we must leave them for today. <laughs>